0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca My name is Teresa and with me today is Steve Thank you for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards likeness as we explore scripture, faith and the Christian life as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith Today we are talking about Steve, go ahead
1: Sorry, I just realized I don't know what we're talking about. You do. We just just talked about it. We're going to look at the passages where Jesus actually calls his disciples, so the disciples, the the 12 disciples, and then uh, more than that, we're going to kind of go to a a couple later, well, one later story, and one actually Old Testament story where God Mm -hmm. calls someone to serve him, Mm -hmm. um, and kind of look at those, so... Um, there's actually a few passages in, in this one. We're actually going to look up four different ones. Uh, but the first one is in Matthew chapter 4, uh, verses 18 to 22. Uh, at this point, Jesus has gone through the temptation in the in the desert. Yeah. And uh, he's kind of entered into uh, his wandering about uh, the, the area. And he's, he immediately starts to call. Uh, men to follow him, right? right? So let's uh, let's read okay, that.
0: 18 to 22. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, their father, mending their nets, and he called to them. Immediately, they left the boat and their father and followed him.
1: Yeah, so here you get the the account uh, from Matthew of uh, mm-hmm. Jesus calling Peter, Andrew, James, and John, right? Right. Um, and and one of the things that we kind of have to think about is how is it that these guys got this message and like. Like, w- how did Jesus do this? And then how does that relate to us?
0: Right. right. I find it interesting how it says very clearly, he left his father. They left oh, yeah. their nets. They literally just got up, walked away, and followed yeah. Jesus. They left everything behind. Yeah. Everything behind.
1: And, and yeah, well, you go down to verse 22. Mm-hmm. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. It's like, hey, like, I had children to take on the family business. You are just leaving. You're just Like no notice, no two weeks, no Mm -hmm. nothing. And that's part of what we're going to unpack. There's three things out of this passage that kind of uh, we can learn about how God calls us to follow him and how Mm -hmm. Jesus calls us to follow him. And really, it's the same way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Jesus uh, enters into our lives.
0: Yeah.
1: Reveals himself to us. Right. And then what does he call us to do? Change the way you live. Right. Follow me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? And that's kind of, <clears throat> in part, what we what we want to do with this whole podcast, right? Is, right. Yeah, absolutely. Is help people sort out what is it that Jesus is actually calling us to do. What does it mean to be a disciple? What does it mean? And a good place to do that and figure that out is look at how Jesus his dealt own with disciples. his disciples. So. There's a, there's a couple things, or three things that I think are here in this passage. And first, Jesus approaches Peter, Andrew, James, and John at times where it's kind of inconvenient.
0: Kind of?
1: Right? It like always like, <laughs> is
0: inconvenient. <laughs> well,
1: that's, that's the point, yeah, um, yeah. right? It's not often that you have all your ducks in a row, and you're like, I'm ready to make a major life-changing decision, and, and right. this is just going to work out really well. Right. Um, right? They were fishing... Uh, Two of them were actually in the boat fishing and two of them were doing the work of Mm -hmm. the result of fishing, right? Like they were fixing the nets.
0: Like how do you think their father felt when they just got up and left? Do you think he was, I wonder, (laughs) I wonder, I would like a little insight into that. I mean, we, we don't get it, but I'm just curious, was he happy? Like when we ask our boys to do something and we go and we do it and they just get up and walk away.
1: We're like, okay, well, I guess we're done.
0: But I guess when Jesus does call us, sometimes our families aren't in agreement with what we're doing. 100%.
1: Sometimes they are,
0: and, yeah, many times they they aren't,
1: right? Well, it's a a, a regular thing for the call of Christ on our hearts to lead us into a version of conflict.
0: Yes, that's right. With
1: the people who are already in our lives, right? Like there are people who, when I became a believer, Right. I had to stop hanging out with Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: we ended up in bad places. Right. You know, doing doing dubious things. Right. Now I was I was a teenager. Yeah. So Uh, an older teenager though. The limits of the limits of the trouble I was getting into are, you know, less than, you know, somebody who's living out in their own doing life in whatever manner that they maybe have it set up in. So maybe but but here here's these guys, right? This is something that's going to get revealed if, as you read through the Gospels, but the very first of their brothers is Simon, who is Peter,
0: right? Who the church was built upon. Married. Yes, that's right. He had right. a mother-in-law. Later
1: on, we're going to be hearing how Jesus, or we'll eventually probably get to a point where Jesus heals his mother-in-law, right, in his house. Yeah. Um, there's a pretty good illusion in Scripture that the boat that Jesus is always using on the Sea of Galilee is Peter's, right. right. So you stop and you go, hold on, mm-hmm. is this guy walking away from wife, family, obligations, home, business, business? like hmm. what's this mean? And now obviously, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to add up all of the texts that we have in scripture and you realize this doesn't cover three years worth. So no, that's were true. these journeys that... Jesus would go on and be like hey guys we're going on a walk for a couple of weeks come with me and and you know it, it fits into life and it kind of follows and flows mm-hmm. and,
0: and it's right? not like so, he left and for three years was never home He's it, yeah, it does, they were
1: here and there like, back yeah, and forth right So yeah. but the idea here is Jesus approaches these guys at a time when it's inconvenient yeah. if we're waiting for a moment where it's all going to be lined up perfect
0: right which is what I it's like it's just
1: not going to happen yeah, that's right Right? When he calls them to leave, uh, what they were doing and follow him, they had to go through, like, like right now?
0: Yeah, right. Like,
1: is that, like, are you meaning, like, are you, you just wandered no. up here? Like, am I supposed to actually follow you now? Or, right. Like,
0: like, can I go home and or, like, change?
1: like, do we get, like, can we just. Like, I got can fish we, guts all over me. Yeah. Can, <laughs> we, can we clean up first? Yeah. Can we yeah. make accommodations so that this doesn't. Right. Work out like? Do we have to quit our jobs? Are we coming back? Yeah,
0: like so many things. Is this, so this like things. a leave of absence or, or not? Is a leave of absence? And I have put in the paperwork for
1: that. I- yeah, and and reality is like we get called to do a lot of awkward stuff. Yes, in yes. in the course of Some being believers, others, right? And, yes. and sometimes yeah, there are people who who get a lot of mm-hmm. awkward things get yeah. asked of them. Um, but the reality is, we have to be ready for Jesus to actually call us at inconvenient times. Yeah. To follow him. Right. To do the things that he's asking That's us to right. do. Um, to, to step into situations. Um, and then, but the other side is, for those of us that are in the church, we have to think about that and go, hey, when somebody becomes a new believer. Right. It's probably going to be a little messy.
0: And it should be. Like, I mean, Jesus doesn't say clean up and then come with me, right? Fish no. guts. You yeah. got to think what they were, yeah. they would have stunk. He didn't say clean up and then come. He just said, yeah. follow me right now. Let's go. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's the thing. Um, so the second bit there, right? Mm-hmm. So he grabs them and he, and he says, what does he say to them? Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. men. Um, I don't like what would go through their minds, <laughs> We catch fish. Like, you just got to stop and think about what they do. Yeah. They catch fish to take them to market.
0: Yeah. That's how they They do live
1: in a world at that point where slavery was real. Oh, that's fair. So... Like, are you?
0: And it, Well, it's not that it was, it's still real in our world. It's just, it's not accepted. <laughs> well, like, yeah, whereas okay. there, it was fully a normal
1: Real, like, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of miss in Philemon is a slave. Right. Like,
0: yeah, it was part of you their know, society. It
1: part of their society. Part of So, are the, like, are these guys thinking, <laughs> like, I don't know if I want to trade my nets for fish, for, for catching men. men. Like, are yeah, we going to start right. slave trading? Are we, oh, I never like, that. what are yeah. we doing? Right. Now yeah, we can look back and we understand the, the arc mm-hmm. of their lives and what's going on. But the, the exchange here is from catching fish, mm. which is something that is temporary, right? You eat it, it's gone, you got to catch more. Yep. To fishing for people, souls are eternal. Yep. There's, there's an eternal reward on, on what yeah. we're, we're doing there. Um, there's a difference in having, you know, for myself as my journey of working Right. I have worked full-time in churches mm-hmm. as a vocational pastor. I have worked part-time in churches. I have volunteered right. for no money in churches. Yeah. I have done full-time work in the secular work world right. uh, in a variety of ways, different yeah. times. I, it, I very much flow back and forth between. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I realize the hard, one of the hardest things, and I was just talking to somebody the, just today, actually, about that, that ebb and flow. And one of the hardest things... Particularly in a, in churches that are growing and have bigger and bigger demands on me as a pastor, one of the hardest things when I've been working outside the church is not resenting my job hmm. that actually paid me, right? <laughs> yeah, because it stopped me from doing what I knew God was calling me to do. Right? Was he
0: calling you to do both?
1: Well, he was calling me to do mm-hmm. both because I was doing both, but. I resented one, yeah, that's, yeah, it's yeah. easy to resent one because, guard you, your heart against because that. you have a different kind of satisfaction in doing the second. And I think that's what right. Jesus okay, is doing fair. here, right? He's saying to the disciples, we could catch fish. You'd be fine.
0: Right. You could make a living. But I you want still you, love me. But I want you
1: to do something that matters for eternity. Forever. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So he, he calls them in. Yeah. Um, okay. Third thing out of this one. Uh, Peter, Andrew, James, and John respond to Jesus' call immediately. That's that last verse that we talked about, 22. They don't talk about it. They don't discuss it. From what we can tell.
0: Are you going? Like if you go, I'll go. (laughs) Yeah, are we in
1: this together? (laughs) They're just done. Like they're done whatever it is. They dropped what they were doing and they moved on. And and some of what we have to wrestle with in our walk of faith is we got to stop debating about what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And I don't know how many times in the context of counseling and, and evangelism, I have actually looked at people and said, you have to just decide.
0: And, and then walk
1: out, step like, out in that. if you're that. going to yeah. do it, do it. Yeah. If you're not... Then don't. Like, but don't that's keep your choice. going but, back to it. But you can't waffle on, yeah. the, on the fence all the time, right?
0: But so, you can't take your time to decide, right? That's different.
1: Yeah, exactly. <coughs> okay. Yeah. Mark chapter 10.
0: Okay.
1: This is another, another spot where Jesus asks us about trusting. So Mark chapter 10, verses 17
0: to 23. 23, okay. And...
1: Yeah, and at first this doesn't feel like it really kind of influences or talks about the four disciples that we just, we just talked about. Right. But they walked away from livelihoods. Oh,
0: they walked away from their life.
1: They walked away like, from their they lives. literally right? walked now, away from their lives. Now they life. came back and they were fishing, right? Oh, and yeah. After the, after the crucifixion, what are they doing? They're fishing. That's where Jesus says, hey, throw your net on the other side of yeah, the Yeah, they
0: went back to it's it. It's the
1: same. They went back well, to that's it. Well, it's what they knew. It's what they knew. So there are some ways that this worked. But, <laughs> excuse me, there's there's also this idea with the rich young man. Like, Jesus is looking at his disciples saying, how hard is it for those with wealth to enter into the kingdom? Mm-hmm. These guys had wealth. They actually had jobs. They yes. had livelihoods. Right. They had boats. Fans. They had nets. They had families. They had homes. Right. And they walked away. Yeah. But Jesus has these, there's these moments in in the stories where, we learn a little bit more right the the young man that he's talking to the rich young man mm-hmm. values material possessions yeah it's the money that's actually stopping him yeah it's it's that that wealth of the world that is kind of grabbed that's him enticing, and holds right? on and and that's the that's part of this discipleship journey that we're on is you can't you can't be in love with what the world offers.
0: No, you. so wealth in itself is not bad, and God may bless no. you with wealth. But if you love it more than Jesus, yeah, if it's, right. If, if, if you it's, won't, if it's if your it's functional God, you right? live for.
1: So it's one of the different. one of the things, like I just so I'll give you this the personal story. I, oh no! Two days ago, I blew up the motor in our truck.
0: I don't know if you did. It just it's an old truck. Well, it just you keep blaming I stepped, yourself.
1: I stepped on the gas and it went boom. Okay, so that's oh, fine. Whatever. whatever. So left it at a truck stop on the side of the road.
0: Um, yeah, you know, an
1: hour—well, two hours away two from here. Two hours away. So I had to figure out how to get this truck home from two hours away. Right. Long story short, with no functioning vehicle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Long story short, yeah. Because I got long other. Long story is correct. I got, I got other broken vehicles. Oh, it's all good. It's We're just all good. A
1: fine, fine life. But <laughs> a man in our in our church mm. who had the means. And the equipment just came along and said, I'll do it. Like, hop Mm -hmm. in with me. Let's go do this. So I rode with him for uh, a good stretch of time today. It was a good edifying conversation. Mm. It ranged all over the place from, uh, you know, spiritual things to to not. And, and, you know, we laughed and it was good. And there was a point, though, where I just said I thanked him for what he was doing. And he's, you know... Uh, not letting me cover any mm. of the costs or, you know, I'm trying to pay him and like, square up and all us, that kind honestly. of stuff. Right. And all he said was God has blessed my business mm. so that I can bless other people. Mm. And if I wow. choose not to do that, I expect God to take it from me. Like wow. I don't deserve to have right. it. Right. And yes. I think this is what Jesus is saying. It's mm. like you can't hold on to your wealth. Mm. And hold on to Jesus, hmm. it's like those monkeys that stick their right, hands. but you can hold the, on
0: to Jesus and He may give you wealth, yeah. Right? Like, you might get it, just, all. it's just like the opposite side of the coin, yeah, exactly. It's where your heart exactly, is at. yeah, for but sure. But it's
1: that it's and that's exactly the point is mm-hmm. it's where your heart is at. Yeah. This rich young ruler, this rich young man, couldn't get over the idea that he had to give up his stuff,
0: right? I know. Well,
1: you know what, you're not you're not taking the stuff with you. We don't get buried like Vikings, right? There is no, <laughs> well, there is no yeah. boat in yes. in the, the next, you know, world to uh, ride into battle on kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's not the way it works. Um, so we have to get to that spot of like, what do we hold on to so tightly that it hinders mm. us from following Jesus? Right. Because we should be holding on to Jesus that tightly.
0: Yes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, one more Bible passage, or uh, new gospel passage, like I should more? say, <laughs> yeah. um, in, in Matthew chapter 9, verses 9 through 13.
0: All right. As Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth, and he said to him, "'Follow me.' And he rose and followed him. And as Jesus reclined at a table in the house, behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Jesus and his disciples." And when the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard it, he said, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, but sinners.
1: Yeah. So, like, right off the bat, if you're not aware, tax collectors were kind of considered the... Scum of the Jewish community. Um, They were Jews. They were given authority by the Romans to sit at influential travel points and and literally take money from their uh, countrymen, their travellers. So they would sit at influential spots. There would be Roman guards there that influenced it. The tax collector would actually take money with a profit. That's how they made their living. So they would tax their countrymen and then they would pay off the the Romans. Yeah. They'd keep the profit, right? So yeah, yeah. and they were wealthy. Just, so like, they despicable. were gouging their
0: making it hard for their own yeah, people to live. Making it hard
1: for their own people to live. That's why it's so, you know, how dare you eat with these tax collectors? Yeah. They're horrible. They're sinners. They're disgusting people, yeah. right? So Matt Jesus calls Matthew. He's one of the tax collectors uh, to follow him. And and it's amazing the first thing that Matthew does is says oh, I found Jesus. This is amazing. Jesus has revealed himself to me, and it's a party time. He throws a party, and he fights all of his friends. He just brings everybody in to join the party with him. And <clears throat> um, it's what we should be doing, right? Yeah. As we we just talked about the rich uh, rich ruler, yeah, or the rich young man, and he's got all of his money. Um, now we've got to look at it and go. Okay, well, if we're not holding on to the wealth of the world, right? Here's a guy who is actually taking the wealth of the world from his coworker, from his countrymen. Yeah. And when he finds he realizes who Jesus is, he's throwing a party at his own expense. Yeah. And he's saying all sorts of things that are 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 um, you know inviting them all in, and then this is getting Jesus in trouble.
0: Right, I, I know, sorry. I, I'm just having, okay, I'm looking up our next scripture verse, and I'm having a hard time finding the book of Jonah. I'm saying the Old Testament, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, going oh, through right And I'm
1: looking at it upside down. You're
0: looking upside down. It's like right in here. Right, it's like You'll
1: pages, find it. You'll find, find it. it. Um, but as we talk about Matthew, right, oh, yes. and the call of Matthew, That's he cool. throws this party, invites all his friends to come meet Jesus, and, and this is what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus is looking and saying, I didn't come here for the healthy. And as church people, what should that, should make us stop and think about that?
0: Hmm.
1: He didn't come for the people who have it figured out.
0: Right. He, he came for the people yeah. who
1: don't. Now, yes, we're Does all that sinners. because they
0: won't accept him? Or like, what? Like, he didn't come for the righteous. He is the one who makes us righteous. So that... Yeah, yeah.
1: That's my point, right? He comes yes. for the sinners. But he doesn't come for the people who think that they got it all sorted out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right? Like it's you you think you got all the answers? Uh Jesus is actually saying he wants you to come spiritually sick. Yeah. Like you need to admit that you've not got it. You might be spiritually
0: sick, you just might not realize it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so following Jesus is is the only way to live life fully without the shame and regret, right? right? Matthew, you'll notice the story of Matthew being called is in the book of Matthew.
0: Matthew. Crazy,
1: I did. Hey? That. Um he his life changes. Mm-hmm. And and that's how we change life. Like when we when we receive Christ and and we see this and we understand who he is and All of that knowledge is downloaded into our brains of who he is as we read scripture and our lives are transformed. The only way to live a life without shame and regret of what we've done is to cling to Jesus for everything we've got. Mm -hmm. If you hold on to anything else, you'll have regrets, right? Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. But? Because they don't give life.
1: We also think sometimes people don't want to do that because they're like, oh, Christian life is boring. Right. right? Church is lame and I don't want to do this and these people aren't all that much fun. And well,
0: that's not the point, right? Yeah. It's
1: not exactly... Like,
0: no, actually, that this has guy, nothing to do with th- that.
1: This guy comes to, comes to understanding knowledge of who Jesus is and the first thing he does is throw a rager to the point where the town knows it happened. <laughs> right? Yeah, like, I mean... Like, it's not... This is, this is clearly not just a little party. No. This is a wild party. Yeah. And, like... You know, I've never gone to a gathering where people have been like, "Why are you hanging out with all those sinners?" I know, uh, right? Like, yeah, this is where Jesus was found. This is
0: always, and, he was always and this found was
1: it. in response to somebody understanding who He was. Yeah, and so this idea is we need to be inviting the sick and the sinful mm-hmm. into our our celebrations. But our celebrations should be the kind of celebrations with the passion and excitement about Jesus that people take notice.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? We're not talking about a three-week helium balloons kind of not all the way up to the end of the string and some lame songs and, you know, we're playing musical chairs and, you know, (laughs) we're we're having a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The passion and the excitement of the fact that Christ has set you free should actually should actually change who we are right and that passion and that excitement needs to come through yeah so that people understand how much this matters to us so as we don't hold on to the world and as we we actually embrace who Christ is and live it out it should really actually make us make mm-hmm. a difference in us
0: it should absolutely it should Okay, Okay. well, I found the book of Jonah.
1: Beautiful, because we're on the last one, (laughs) the last last little passage that we're going to look at of where God calls somebody in. So we're going to look at the book of Jonah, chapter one, just the first three verses.
0: Okay. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and call out against it, for their evil has come up before me. But Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them. Could they could they say Tarshish one more time in this passage? Yeah. Away from the presence of the Lord.
1: Right. And <coughs> Jonah is one of those stories where, you know, the one of those books that I've preached a, actually a couple yes, times. I've right. preached it a few times. I, I love, love the book, book of Jonah. But again, here is God calling someone, like yeah. actually calling mm, someone, mm-hmm. and they say, "Nope, yeah, going the other way." Not going to do it. And and at this point, Jonah is already known as a prophet, which means yes. he's already been given a message to to the people of Israel yeah. from God, right? And he has successfully delivered it. But he hates the Ninevites, mm-hmm. right? That mm. comes out in the other stories and, and throughout the and, book. And, yes, and he wants nothing to do with this because he knows that when God sends a message, what happens?
0: <laughs> people repent.
1: People repent. And yeah. He doesn't want these people to that's repent. That's so interesting, eh? Right? So he runs away. And he try- He literally tried to run away from God. Now, two stories well, ago, right, I mean, we had the, the rich young young man. Yeah. Jesus watched him walk away.
0: I would say he didn't run away, but he, he definitely ch- he weighed, chose. He weighed
1: his options and said... I don't want to enter into this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Jonah's already in it, right? Jonah is in and says, I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Friends off. Right? (laughs) I'm just running away. Yeah, I am running away. Oh, man. And uh, the crazy bit, right? Psalm 139, verses Mm -hmm. 7 through 12. What's it basically say? There's nowhere you can go that God can't see you. You can't hide from his presence. You can't hide from his presence. God is everywhere and you can't get away from him. So Jonah here is like, not doing it, God, yeah. and I'm going to get on a boat and hide on yeah. you.
0: Yes, I can get away from your presence. Yeah. I'm going He's to Tarshish. Like, I am
1: taking off. Uh, I am, you know, Sorry. heading across the Mediterranean. Yeah. And you look at it and you <laughs> yeah, think about God, it Jonah. and you go, Jonah, you're oh, a doofus, Jonah. right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you, you thought you could run away from God. Um,
0: he did think so. And if you keep reading the book, you'll realize that not only, that's not his only
1: Oh no this is not issue his, this is, this is not the his start only, of his it's not his only issue, but this is his one uh, of those it, it's symbolic of what we do, right yeah. so the rich young man who walked away is the unbeliever who looks at it, weighs the idea of faith in Jesus and says, "Nope, yeah, yeah. i I like the world too much
0: you're not giving up anything
1: Jonah's yeah. situation is the believer who's inside the church and hears God say,
0: hmm. "This
1: is what I want of you," and says. Not going to do, not going to do it. So now I'm going to try to hide on
0: you. Not only am I not doing it, I'm going to go as far as away from you as I can. Like I'm, I'm really not doing it. Well, he
1: knew his scripture enough to know that when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and they tried to hide because they did something wrong, God God could find them. So maybe you got to run away farther, right? Yeah. You just got to take off. Right. And that's not 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 the point. The reality here is Jonah couldn't get away. No. He was ready to go like. (laughs) Halfway the across the known world, world at that yeah, point. Right. And he's like not going to get away. And God was right there. Mm. And part of this process for us as disciples is to understand that Jesus is going to actually enter into our lives and call us. Yeah. Just like he did with Matthew, Mark, Luke, or, or, Matthew, naming, Mark, Luke, John? I'm naming the... <laughs> I'm naming the uh, Peter. Yeah. It was Peter. James. James, John. John and... Uh, Matthew. Matthew. Goodness gracious um as he calls those jesus enters into their lives and calls them that same thing is going to happen with us mm-hmm. same thing that happens with the rich young man is we're going to have to look at the things of the world that we cling to mm-hmm. and let them go mm-hmm. right we have to let those go as we follow christ and then same thing with matthew the tax collector as we come in there should be mm-hmm. an excitement. Well, we
0: got that wrong. I put Matthew in with the brothers, yeah. You, you did.
1: I thought about that after, but yeah, that's all right. Okay. Um, we need that's to let. Right. We need to let that. We need to let. Uh, you know, as we come to Christ, there has to be enough passion in us to actually be excited about what we've right. found right. in Jesus. Yeah. Right. To say, yeah. hey, I want everybody to know this and throw a party, yeah. have some excitement about this. Tell other that people. goes for this. That goes for us as we see people entering into the kingdom. Figuring out who Jesus is, receiving the gift of salvation from Him, right. then we need to throw those parties, yeah. have the, have some excitement about the fact that people have actually made a decision, come to Christ, received eternal salvation. Be excited about that, and then you get down to uh, to Jonah. Yeah, <laughs> this is for us that are inside the church and already yeah, have salvation, kind of in our hearts and minds already. We have a we, relationship.
0: Jonah had a relationship with the It Has the relationship. Yeah. Obedience.
1: Obedience. Because sometimes the way that Jesus is going to enter into somebody's life is because God tells us to go. I
0: know.
1: Or to say something. And he's waiting for us to do that mm. graciously. He lets us be part of that. He doesn't he actually need that. us. Right? Read, read about Passion. Saul who turns into Paul. Yep. and yep. He needed nothing to get Saul's attention. Right. But he did use people to lead Saul to, to learn, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so the same thing is happening now. Jesus is at work and he wants us, those of us that are inside of faith, wants us to be the people who are going out with mm-hmm. the message of the gospel mm-hmm. so that he can confront people where they're at mm-hmm. and draw them in again. Yeah. And so we wanted, I wanted to go through this. this these Thursdays are, are my brain child. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we go That's through the these child. things. And I wanted to kind of talk about just the way that Jesus called disciples because it helps us to understand what the whole purpose and structure of that is. Mm-hmm. So... Um,
0: well, that was great thanks for joining us guys for our conversation today if you've enjoyed the podcast you can always subscribe leave a like or comment on our social streams or even tell others about us we appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested as always you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on facebook and instagram have a great day and i hope you can join us next time